You are listening to Natural Born Alchemist. Welcome to episode number 74 of the Natural Born Alchemist podcast. My name is Alex and I'll be your host. My guest in this episode is Roberto Migluisi. He is the founder of Idola Tribus, a fanzine published in the 80s that was dealing with music and iconic historical people. In the last decade, he became a publisher and translated various Kenneth Grant and Austin Osmond Spare writings. And we will mainly talk about magician and artist Austin Osmond Spare's work, The Focus of Life, which Roberto, together with Lunus, set to music. So thanks a lot for uh, taking the time to be on the podcast. Yeah, thanks to you. <laughs> so tell the, the listeners uh, who you are and what you do. Well, I am uh, Roberto Migliusi. I come from Italy. I, I work, uh, my working education, if I could say, is a public librarian. I must say that uh, English is not my native language. So if I do misspellings or mistakes, I beg your pardon. And uh, my education is, uh, I have an MA in, uh, at a university in uh, Italian literature, but my field of specialization is uh, history of Renaissance, and in particular also history of South American Spanish colonies during the 16th century with studies on the evangelization of the native people by Jesuits and also the system of silver mines and forced labor. So I was, uh, I worked uh, at the university also in Madrid in Spain during the 19th and uh, in the past years I have translated and published in Italy privately the most important works of Austin Osman's pair apart from uh, the Book of Pleasure which uh, I have translated, but I have never published it because it's uh, a bit complicated, you know, to to have it too, because it has a lot of, of illustrations. And uh, Focus of Life, uh, Anatema of Zos, when I publish uh, in, I mean, Earth Inferno, and also I translated uh, Logomachy of Zos, which is presented in my site, which is labirintostellare.org in which they are presented to the Italian public uh, articles and texts uh, of the authors like uh, Austin Osmas Peck, Kenneth Grant uh, and many others for the Italian public, you know. So who was this Austin Osmond Spare for, you know, most people don't know who this guy is. Well, um, Austin Osmond Spare was uh, an artist and uh, in English, in artist, and he had uh, a kind of, you know, of uh, great knowledge for, and uh, he put uh, himself in his drawings and his and his work, and primarily as uh, esoteric and occult research, in which he was presenting a kind of. Uh, 
of uh, of his research, which was uh, uh, a bit unusual and weird, but at the same time it touched uh, uh, many many people, and uh, mainly during the at the beginning of the early 1980s when there was the industrial so-called industrial culture where people like John Balance from Coil or Genesis Purge from Psychic TV started to spread the, the knowledge of him. Yeah, I think that uh, mainly, you know, that uh, for me, I could speak uh, what happened to me, you know, uh, because uh, I think that at a certain point in your research, which could, uh, could be called uh, spiritual or esoteric or occult you you must i mean you have to find some kind of correspondence to to find something in which uh, which touch you you know and for me it was uh, was uh, austin osman's pair because it, it was completely different from other patterns which were you know so usual or so normal you know and so is instigated in me also the the the, the impulse the the start of my graphic work as a tool you know for dealing with myself for expressing uh, the inner charge which otherwise was going to be unexpressed in my life and uh, uh, i also find out that uh, the tem the dams uh, treated by spare were and are still extremely contemporary, you know, and uh, because Spear is uh, outside any kind of uh, logic uh, structure, uh, his uh, attitude is to propose to the reader, you know, uh, that must follow his own path without the burden of others, you know, to confront uh, everything and everyone, also to plunge deeply in his own uh, inwardness and uh, with all uh, the complication of sort but uh, without any kind of easy answer you know and uh, also it's true that it's not an easy path because uh, you could invest all yourself or your life and uh, it could be bring uh, to further stagnation, uh, stagnation to, to be stopped, you know, or to lead uh, even to depression or even to insanity. But at the same time, for for some people, it's the only possible path, you know, because uh, the imagination, the creative ability, the, the creative something which is inside yourself and put outward to the world, you know. Mm. And also, I think that... Uh, uh, it's a multi-layer. Uh, the the I, the the structure of the the dams of spare are are very. You could find a lot of correspondences with uh, which show that his knowledge was well founded in theory and, and practice. And uh, contemporary authors could recognize in him influence which comes from. Taoism to Japanese Zen, you know, from the doctrine of the void, the sunyata, and uh, till to arrive to being a, a precursor of surrealism. And so, which uh, 
I think that uh, is very important for everyone which doesn't know him, you know, to have a look to his writings, especially also to his drawing, and surely someone will be touched by, the, by his work. He writes kind of hard, you know, like he kind of writes in like a Nietzsche style, like like no bullshit, kind of straight, I think. Yeah, it's true. Uh, is uh, they usually they say that uh, Spear was not good in uh, in writing because his uh, main uh, main tool was uh, was uh, drawing, painting. But at the same time, uh, if you read read the back again. Uh, his works, you could find easily that uh, he, he was uh, a omnivorous reader, and so he could uh, take out uh, words or stuff which uh, have some kind of uh, foundation for his system, which is uh, which uh, which is uh, easily recognizable if you, I mean, if you read uh, again and again. And uh, yeah, he, he was extremely. I found out uh, a lot of stuff uh, in his writings. For example, he was said, uh, he was saying once, "I hope very modestly to remain eternally. I am high," which uh, could recall the permutation of the artist Brown Gizin, "I am that I am," but at the same time, it's also the history of Gnosticism and Eastern Vedanta, you know with the search by the human being to that uh, divine spark which is deeply buried inside of us, you know, on the layers of mental masses or incarnation, you know. So the, the knowledge of these sparks could uh, clarify also the relationship between the high and the supreme principle of all the things, like in the Indian philosophy. Which is which puts uh, this this point as a central point uh, in all all the search of the human being towards the understanding of uh, is of the world or in which he lives, you know, and what is living. So is uh, and also for understanding the I mean what we are doing here for us in uh, in our role in this. In this universe, another another phrase, uh, sentence, which was saying, you know, it was saying uh, uh, to accept everything, you know, which also is uh, it could be a very gnostic uh, term, term because uh, it uh, it it opens, you know, to to as as we usually said to the two phases of the coin, you know, usually we are. Focus mainly on one side of a coin instead to accept everything. No, that's what I mean. That he he writes in a hard way because to accept everything you have to be quite hard to do that. You you cannot be weak. You know, to accept everything you have to be a strong person. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, this is. Uh, a, a, I mean, a task which uh, anyone here. Have, must do, you know, and I agree that it's very, it's not easy, you know, because uh, it means to put yourself uh, in everything. But it's like, you know, as the Tao symbol of the, which is the split in black and white with the dots, you know, it's like when uh, you, you are 
are in honeymoon. You you don't think that there is the dot, black dot, in which there will be divorce, you know, in which there will be the separation of the couple. And at the same time, even if you are in the other side and there is a tragedy, there is the death of someone which you are close, and there is also the dot, the, the white dot, in which there is there must be, you know, a kind of uh, of uh, uh, positive aspect of it, you know, because uh, yeah. yeah. So you can uh, you can continue from from where you were, if you remember. Yeah, we were talking about the. Um, I mean, the the fact that uh, spare has many traditional. And religious or spiritual show, shows us that we are living in in a dualistic world, you know, where the conflict of the polarities define the playground, you know. And uh, so another also major dam of uh, the framework of spare is the overcoming of dualism, which is existing in the universe by the process of neither-neither, which is uh, like uh, an overtaking of dualities by the opposites, which makes uh, a kind of neut neutral space, which uh, which is uh, at the same time uh, must be put in opposition to another state for creating a further neither neither provoking was the collapse of the whole entire dualistic uh, structure and uh, the achievement of a kind of uh, dynamic void, you know, which could be filled also by, by, our, uh, by our creative impulse. This is, for me, something that uh, I, find, I found out uh, after in, in my experiences, because it's usually, as you know, when you are attracted by this stuff, you know, you read a lot of books, but in general, you don't understand at the beginning, you know, because you have some problems, you know, to understand. Then, when you, when you get some experiences in your life which are significant, which are, you know, deep, and you could have some breakthroughs also you know, in, in, in the experiences, and then you reread, you reread the, the, the books or the writings, you could find that, uh, that someone else was talking about this, uh, this kind of experiences. And so, for example, the one uh, of the main points which we were discussing uh, before was the fact that we we are we are living in the in the in a dualistic world, you know, and spare. Uh, and, and this was the main theme of uh, many, almost every every every. Uh, religion or spiritual currents or paths, you know, and uh, and we could see that uh, even Spare by himself was trying to to find uh, a kind of uh, you know solution to it, and uh, he did it uh, in part as we said, you know, and about uh, the accept everything to be involved in this dualism and at the same time 
posing and proposing some kind of solution, which is the, the application of the process of neither neither. Also, he, as I said, uh, I think that uh, you know the main thing is that for people which uh, that must be deeply uh, involved in and uh, dig in his works, you know. But at the same time, we know that he's, he's become to be very famous during uh, the past years from for the creation of Sigils. Which uh, which was very very spread, you know, thanks also to cow's magic and uh, and so on. And also, if we could uh, search, you know, in the Western world, uh, not the contribution about the secrets by by him, apart uh, from the past pentacles and talismans of the past. Uh, and he had, there was, there were not many counterparts, you know. And uh, the Seagulls connects with the strength on, of the subconscious, you know, with a particular methodology. And uh, so um, entering, tuning with the subconscious for, for the attainment of their own desires. And so even here we could see that... Uh, that despair was uh, very contemporary, you know, because now there are a lot of uh, uh, also in uh, the so-called you know motivational systems, uh, in uh, in the the pattern in which they they are building their systems for accomplished goals, you know. And just so people understand, from what I understand, those sigils you talk about is basically. Uh, something you desire like help me accept everything and you write all those letters on top of each other so you so you kind of create a, a pattern you get a symbol yeah. and, and within that symbol is the desire or the sentence that you want and then you you get this symbol and then you can you put it everywhere you know is that the, the technique yeah it's a it's a, a technique. It's a bit different from symbol because the signals. It's more, you know, it's uh, touching more the unconscious and the fact that achieving fulfillment. But at the same time, you know, uh, many times it's uh, it's uh, a bit. Uh, there are some bit misunderstandings, you know, about it because it it it's clear. But uh, and uh, also Spear stated it that uh, contacted the, the source of the possibilities, which is the subconscious, is uh, with the seagull could give us uh, the possibility of attainment of the desire. But it's true also that if you have the desire always conscious uh, on your on your mind, in your mental uh, activity, it's more difficult, you know, to arrive to it. So it's uh, it's a kind you know of game. Uh, there was uh, an example that now I remember. You know when there was uh, the king was coming to the, to his alchemist. You know, and uh, the king asked him, hey, "I want uh, to have gold. You know, for my for my kingdom. You know, so you are able to do it." And the alchemist said, "Yeah, okay, you could come tomorrow to my house." And uh, at midnight, uh, but uh, when you enter inside my house, you don't 
you have not to think about the green color. And uh, the king said, well, it is easy, you know, I could uh, I could do it easily. And so the next day at midnight, he arrived, the king, the king to the alchemist's house, and he knocked the door, and when he entered, you know, all, all the house of the alchemist was green. You know, so this is a kind of game between uh, to to desire and not to desire. You know, we know uh, perfectly, perfectly also in mundane in the mundane material world that the less you desire, the less you accomplish, the more you accomplish. You know, so it's it's not a kind of easy game in which you put your your desire and you create by the sentence a single and the next day, you know, you accomplish it. It's a, it's a more complicated. And, and also, it, it, could, it, it helps you also to understand the, the connection which there is uh, between uh, the desire, you know, and the accompl- accomplishment of the desire. Because if you have a, it, could, it could be that you have a desire now, but when you, uh, you accomplish it, it, it or fulfill it, it will become uh, a hell, a nightmare in your life. And uh, so Spear was very conscious of it. And uh, and it's the the main uh, it's factor which alludes more because, you know, it's alluding to do sigils and to accomplish or fulfill your desire. But at the same time, it's, it's something which in which you could bring, uh, it could bring a loss of direction and control. And uh, Spear made it clear when you, when you desire something, you know, anything to which you choose. You could prepare a sigil, you charge it, you forget it, and one day you will accomplish what you have a desire. You, you arrive at it, you know. So at that moment, you are very happy and full your, of your realization. But uh, Spear said that you must be aware that this is only the lowest step or very long staircase because the play of desire is not a simple game, but it implies certain clear determination of your own goals and aims. Because if not, you are going to fall back, you know, in, in the so-called by himself inferno of normality, you know. So, I mean, for handling the, I mean, the, this uh, talk about Syria is the, at the same time, anyway. He was pointing um, spare to some concepts, to some aspects of like desire, identity, belief, and will, which are fundamental subjects of what he was calling it the psychology of belief. But uh, and uh, what is uh, you know appears extremely extremely clear that it was now it these concepts are extremely relevant to the contemporary understanding, you know, of the mechanism related, you know, uh, to the creation of your own reality, you know. So for me, it's very modern, you know, you could find maybe in in the PNL and in many systems of contemporary psychological or motivational system, you could find the same uh, the same concepts in which people are working, and uh, it's it's a curious which uh, guy which was alone you know, in London at the beginning of the century. The, the last century was doing the same stuff uh, 
100 years ago. Most people who have heard his name usually hear it in connection with Alistair Crowley, but Austin Osman Spare, he, didn't he like reject Crowley and went his own way? Well, I think that uh, is uh, the kind of attitude uh, was was completely different, you know. Well, sometimes uh, I, I had some discussion even in conferences with people, you know, which were relating uh, Spare with Crowley because there was a connection and uh, and so on, which could, uh, I mean, the listeners could uh, search by themselves, you know. But usually, I think that, uh, as uh, as I pointed out, you know, uh, Spina was a kind of uh, a kind of rebel, at, but at the same time contemporary, you know. He kind of, and he was working mainly by himself because he has this creative huge impulse. Uh, so he was an artist, uh, he, and uh, and he has this kind of attitude which uh, you could uh, compare. To people now, you know, instead the Crowley was living a, a kind of eco trip, uh, which was uh, mainly related, you know, to some kind of uh, um, a kind of uh, I, how could we say, like uh, old tradition, you know. You want to be the head of a group. Yeah, you want yeah. to have to be a new messiah, you know. You want to create a religion where everyone was going to bow to to, to Crowley, you know. And maybe he arrived to to do it, you know. But this is completely different by by my kind of an artist which pose himself, you know, in front of uh, I mean to the world and say, well, I go by myself, you know, which is an attitude which is, uh, it could be considered individualistic, but at the same time, we know that also, you know, Crowley was a kind of, uh, of uh, presenting some structure which uh, was uh, individualistic, you know. And uh, at the same time, we, we could see even now, you know, we, we could find a, a lot of cults in uh, now, you know, in which there is a, a kind of uh, guru uh, personality, you know, which attracts people, you know. And all people are attracted to him and her, and uh, he or she could decide before the rest of the group, you know. So it kind of... Uh, it starts to build some kind of group in which there are some kind of sort of boundaries because it's, I mean, it's clear. And also at the same time, when the guy at the head uh, die, there is no, there is uh, usually they are fighting for for the legacy, and then the group dissolved. You know, so this is a kind of uh, of. Of pattern which you couldn't find in uh, in spare, you know, because uh, as I said, some if you grant, for example, was uh, declared and founded uh, in, in, together with spare, I kind of you know he called the Zoskia cultus because Zoskia are the two main concepts also of spare philosophy if we could uh, call it, you know. But uh, even Grant uh, said that the the atonement with the Zoskia cultus was, could only be gained through putting yourself in a, in a, in 
a deep uh, relationship with the spirit of the cult, you know. Like we, we, I mean, we are usually saying, you know, they are flatus, I mean, the, the spirit. You couldn't contain it in itself, you know. It goes wherever and whenever he likes to go, you know. So you couldn't put him in a cage, you know. And uh, so for, I, I must say that uh, I agree, you know, with uh, this kind of attitude, you know. Because uh, it's something which has uh, this uh, kind of a uh, kind of legacy, which uh, it will be, it will be, even if you don't notice, you know, if even if they died the poor, you know, and without recognition, even if the recognition arrives many twenty years after his death, they sign kind of underground stream, you know, that from time to time rise up. And so put uh, put many people in uh, in relationship with uh, with uh, with the man or uh, his ideas, you know. It's like for me, it was discovering uh, to return to the, to the original source, you know, because like um, I mean, I think that it is happening also to many people, you know, when you are young and. Uh, you have uh, some kind, you know, of uh, re- reject the, of all. You reject your parents. You reject the, the social structure. You reject everything, you know. And so it's difficult to to find some correspondences in in uh, in something. You could find interesting in art, in music, literature. What do you like, you know? But. Uh, but also for me, it was like remaining uh, like a sort of uh, spiritual disappointment, you know, because recognize, you recognize that in, in the spirit, in the religion, there is something. But at the same time, you, you react, uh, you, you speak to, to the dogmatic impositions, you know. So it was rebelling, rejecting everything. But at the same time, you know, you are to trying to to understand something about your world. Why I'm here? You know what what uh, what I am doing in this incarnation on this planet. And so, and you could only I mean arrive to to something to understand a bit if you only you have some kind of experiences. You know, so discovering the spare for me it was like you know uh, finding some kind of guru. But through his works, through his illustration, because you know, it was some kind of which uh, it put you free of all uh, of all uh, all the stuff imposed by time, environment, and from the same knowledge learn, you know, but not experience. So at the same time, it put me also instigated the, the start for my graphic work because from the start I was a musician but uh, never take a pencil in my in my hand and I must say that uh, otherwise I was not going to to draw or try to have to be a self-taught artist for for dealing with my well, inner demons you know so for me it, it, it and not only for me because I I said to you, uh, this uh, interest uh, on spare started uh, on the early 80s, you know, 
And then you're speaking with other people, which has my own age, they they say that it happens also to them. You know? mm. So it was it was very strange that you know I'm in Italy, someone in, in, in New Zealand, for instance, and another in England, and they start to have the same kind, you know, of underground education, underground interest, which brought us to spare. And it was difficult at the time, you know, because there were no books. The books were very expensive. You were going to search in uh, photocopies, Xerox, or writing to someone to find someone. And uh, also, we, we, we study on the same books, you know, which were published during the time, you know. So it was for me, after 20 years of speaking, you know, with people and, and see that there is a similar pattern which happened to to many people, you know, not not just a few. It was like to say, wow, and so there is something which, uh, I mean, we are, it's important, you know, it's something which uh, it could uh, it could uh, have some kind of uh, value, you know. So uh, for me, it's some kind, you know, which, uh, for, as I said, I recognize him as, as a guru, you know, because when you have that kind, you know, of uh, uh, huge in, uh, inwards, you know, to find some kind of uh, solution or to your questions, to your life, because it's your life, and you find it, and you see that it's, it is presented and, and as Pierre presented, it is, it's like a kind, you know, say, well, I'm not alone, you know, in my search or in my, along my path. Mm. Well, <laughs> if, you, if you summarize the philosophy of Jesus, it's, well, I guess it would be love each other. But uh, how would you summarize the philosophy of, of Spare? The message uh, from, well, now I have the, the beautiful sentence from, I think, Logomachy of Zos, or Logomachy of Zos, which he said, uh, leaves as a tree walking, you know. you know, Which is, for me, it's some kind of image which is, uh, you know, so beautiful, you know. So, like uh, a human being, a sentient being which leaves and takes everything on its own, you know takes responsibility, first of all. It doesn't uh, give uh, uh, blame uh, others for, for his fate, you know, for his fate. No, it's everything on him. And he could walk, and he walks as a tree. So open, open to possibilities, open to to any kind of uh, of uh, chance which could happen to to the life of everyone. And uh, this is for me the best thing, you know. Sometimes uh, there is, uh, I mean, in the vulgar or materialistic world, they used to say, you know, um, you don't expect no no nothing from an elder, you know, which is going to die. So uh, it's like, uh, you know, to, to live as a child, you know, curious, um, to smile to everyone, you know. And to 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 be creative, to to try to even if it's hard, as we have said, even if it blow, could bring us to insanity, but to to take uh, to try to find the, your creative uh, virtues and put out in the world and express them, you know. 
for, for me, it's this one. I think that maybe, I don't know, maybe Spear will be, I mean, if he agree with me, but surely he said it, you know, because when you said that you walk like a tree, you know, it, it, it's like uh, something that is open to the world, you know, and to be involved in the world, not to take a stance in which you could judge, you know, there's no judgment. You go and you go, you know. So tell a bit about this uh, music project you were part of. Yeah, well, this is, was a, a very interesting project, which we, I I was uh, well, I was fantasized about it, you know, because I was thinking that, uh, as as we said, um, the writings of uh, Spare writing was not his forte, you know, but I found a very deep connection with Focus of Life apart from the other's book of pleasure and so on. But Focus of Life was uh, was one of my best editions, I must say, you know, in, in Italian, with the help of the beloved uh, Kenny Grant. And uh, I was thinking at a certain point to to work on uh, on on this uh, book, or even uh, with Anatema Zoss, like presenting as a as a kind of uh, theater uh, in the, on stage, like theater, you know. And then I focused mostly on focus of life because I was thinking that he, I mean, his language is uh, the language was very strong, and it could, it could be a very good uh, uh, presence if it presented uh, in. Uh, in kind of music, so I was thinking uh, for for a bit of time. I was thinking about to to do something like this, and uh, with the help of my friend, which is Davis from uh, Teatro Satanico, which is uh, a, a group uh, here in Italy, uh, we decided to to put in in music. You know, so uh, mainly. He, and the, the structure was that the background in drums and in bass line or in synthesizers was done by by Davis, and uh, me, I was going to to read the uh, some parts of uh, Focus of Life and then had uh, guitars because I'm a guitarist and the morning and something else, and. Uh, the recordings were very hard because uh, you could imagine, you know, I mean, the spoken word, but at the same time with music. So the words, in some certain way, must follow the the music. And also, it was not like a song. So it was uh, some, there are some some pieces which are like eight minutes, you know. And I had to record them. I mean, I had like uh, one afternoon. Uh, I had to to do the same uh, piece uh, uh, again and again and again. So it was very challenging for me, you know. And then um, you know that uh, when you hear it, you, you know. I mean, you don't usually you don't like never your voice. And at the same time, you could do that. You think that you could better. But anyway, the old Europe uh, Cafe in uh, North Italy decided to print it, uh, it's a libel, and uh, print it with a booklet also 
in which we presented the, the text uh, by him uh, in uh, in English and in Italian, so that uh, the, the listeners could have you know the, the text in front of them. And uh, it and it was done, you know. It was like for me, it was kind of an homage, I mean, a big homage to to Austin's work, and uh, also to give a, a kind of stance in which, uh, well, it's living, you know. It's like living art. It was saying, you know, also spares so you know, living art because because you uh, you put words. That you not only read but you 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 could listen, you know. So it's an, an another approach, and it's a beautiful approach because it's like that you you, you could recognize that the words are alive, you know. And uh, it, it was uh, he had good reviews. Uh, I mean, I mean, humbly I could say that he had good reviews here in Italy. It was a good uh, project and. And so uh, I'm very happy for it. As I said, you know, it was like kind of uh, I bow myself to him and say, well, you, I mean, you, you, you did this, something so great, so I couldn't do nothing else but an homage to to his work, you know. <laughs> Where can people get it? Is it available online? Yeah, it could be. It's available. It could be on uh, directly on all the Europa Cafe site, and also, or you could write to me. My and uh, I have a few copies also because now it's going to be, I, I think, sold out soon. But uh, you could write to me my to my email, which is Roberto at Labirinto Stellare dot org. We're going to close this episode with listening to one of those songs, and uh, we're going going to listen to "Serve No Man." Hell is a democracy. Well, it's a uh, it's a beautiful song. I mean, I we um, love uh, I love uh, um, I think that we we reach a good standard, you know. For and I hope also that spare could be happy for it, you know, and also in a way which is also, as you said, is contemporary, which because it's uh, mainly electronics, uh, with drum machine, and so on. And I hope that you have done uh, a good job. I thank you, Alex, for everything. I beg your pardon uh, again for, for my language, which maybe it could be... Because the, there are mistakes and uh, misspellings, but as said, you know, it's not my native language, uh, English and Italian. And I uh, thank you, everyone, which listened to this to this uh, program. You know, freedom is in the mind. Serve no man. Hell is democracy. Think not the words I wish, say not the words I will. Respect thy body, it will again become thy parents. Fear nothing, strike at the highest.
away his fear, death is failure, go where both fearless must. How canst thou become great among men? Cast thyself forth. Of his event, genius is the successful effort of memory. Break by commandments, be lawless unto all dogma. Revolt is the fertilizer of the new faculties. Knowledge and all evil words react from previous existences but are now fragmentary to the body and operate as disembodied astrals. The more distant the creature that govern our functions, the more unusual is our manifestation of phenomena, which are but living by physical peculiarities by a mechanism. Retrogress to the point where knowledge ceases, in that law becomes its own spontaneity and is freedom. If my word has spoken unto fragments, pushed aside marriage beds and brushed out all grave chambers. If I ever rejoice in calumnies, if I am murdered, lied, adulterated, robbed, if like the weather I spit on all things, is it because I remember that of my belief there is a volition that will opposite? For I love me, O self, for I love thee, O mine eye. Oh, I could I fail to be agog for originality in self-love? Never yet has procreation with another been satisfactory. If I wandered into marriage with anything, there has been a conspiracy of accidents within and without. And what wealth to self-pleasure, this out of good taste, this conversion to ungodliness, I know thee. Though heavenly necessity that compelled chance to supersede the sexualities. For mine eyes worthy of the self, and alone knows what is righteousness. Verily, I tell you, good and evil are one and the same. It is but the distance Bow has reached. Will unto self-love. They are exhausted.
Self-love does not circumscribe, nor promise, but give whatsoever is taken, spontaneously. But I teach thee, will unto pleasure of all things, for they must again change the tenacity to obedience. And this new name I give unto thee, for all accusations, not sinner, but somnambulist. For he who premeditates acts in his need. Having overcome the difficulty of obtaining a male incarnation from parents not too venereal, one's habitation should be wandering among men. Employment, devotion to heart. Bed and hard surface, clothes of camelia, diet, soul milk, and roots of the herd. All morality and love of women should be ignored. To whom does not such abandonment? give them no pleasure. Again I say, in all things, pleasure by self. For occasion, need not be 